Welcome, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us for today's Appraisal Buzzcast. We've been getting so many new subscribers, and we appreciate all the positive feedback. If you aren't already subscribed, please take a second and subscribe below. Today, we'll be speaking with Rodman Sly, new president of the Appraisal Institute, and Joan Trice, CEO of Altera Group. We'll be discussing Rodman's plans for the Appraisal Institute in 2021. Joan? Thank you, Jim, and welcome, Rodman. It's nice to finally meet you, and unfortunately, we don't get to shake hands and press the flesh. I guess even if we were in the presence of each other, we still wouldn't be doing that. Hopefully soon, Joan. Yeah, hopefully soon. Yes, we're hoping to uh, get to meet you in person at Valuation Expo in September, and we're working on uh, those plans right now. We're optimists, so hopefully that goes as planned. So you're the incoming president, and what an interesting time to take over the helm of the Appraisal Institute. So tell us, in light of the pandemic, and we, we obviously can't get away from that topic, how do you, what do you see as the impact on the appraisal profession, short-term and long-term? It's, it's been a tough 12 months on everybody, Joan. I mean, thinking about how we used to do business, uh, how we used to do inspections, how we used to engage with clients, how we used to engage with one another. All of that's changed. It's so different now. And, you know, for me, I know that I'm such a social being. It, it drives me bonkers that I've got to be in my, my house, uh, working from home, doing the things that I typically do, but not getting that that one-on-one engagement with people. You know, so we've, I think we've, yeah, had maybe 12 months uh, of the pandemic. Um, you know, hopefully we'll get some light at the end of the tunnel. Hopefully we'll get through this and then hopefully we'll be able to move on and get kind of back to some sort of a normal life. Uh, but at the same time, the appraisal institute, we're really concerned about making sure that we're helping our, our professionals uh, move forward in this environment and still be able to do business the way that they need to be doing business. Well, speaking of that, I mean, it has the interesting aspects of the pandemic are that there's actually been some good news for appraisers and some bad news. Good news being the market's just on fire, but that that too is a double-edged sword. What are your thoughts? Oh, we're busy, right? I mean, you know, they always talk about appraisal and appraisal practices and and how, you know, appraisers do exceptionally well in the real good times and they do exceptionally well in bad times. And this is just kind of a weird time because of the pandemic. We still have record low interest rates right now, which is driving a lot of demand, but there's still a lot of low inventory on, on houses. And so there's you're, you're still seeing a, a lot of price increases in a lot of markets and such. Uh, but on the other side of the coin, uh, you've got commercial markets that are getting impacted pretty significantly. If you think about what's happened to, say, our hospitality industry, such as, as hotels and such, it's making it very problematic for, for a lot of those operators. The same thing with like the office product. The way that we used to do business is very different. I go to my office building every once in a while, and it's empty right now. Will we go back to how we were? I don't know. Will we need more space? It's hard to say. Retailers, think about your malls and your retail spaces and, and the impacts that they've had. It was kind of shocking to me the other day when I was doing some budgeting and, and looking at how much of my money has been going through Amazon. So, you know, there's just so many different things that are happening, so many different things that we're going to have to look at the impacts on. Uh, but it's definitely a moving target that we're going to have to consistently be on top of and really figure out uh, what we need to do to make sure that we're making, we're accounting for these differences in market conditions and such. I couldn't agree with you more. So tell me, what are your priorities as incoming president? What do you, what changes do you want to 
make? What, you know, and are they really driven by current events or are you just full steam ahead regardless of what uh, the pandemic may hold for us? Well, there's a lot of things going on, of course. You know, when I come in and I I look at what I want to do, it's mostly membership driven. What do I need to do to help strengthen the organization and and then be a good resource for our members? Uh, Make sure they're getting what they need, getting the education they need and such. But we've got a lot of, you know, external things that we're dealing with uh, right now, too. There's, I'm sure you've seen in the news, there's so many issues related, uh, a lot of articles and such that have been coming out in terms of uh, unconscious bias, a lot of reports that have been put out. You know, we're taking a hard look look at all those things. It's it's the thing when, we, when we're getting these reports and such, we want to make sure that we're looking at them and making sure that there aren't the problems or if there are problems in some of these reports that have come out, that we're being a part of the solution uh, behind them. Because at the Appraisal Institute, you know, we've always taken great pride uh, in being very proactive, uh, making sure that we're working on the best behalf, and not only our members, you know, but as the profession in general. Uh, so for us, we want to make sure that we're digging deep and, and going through that. And if there's solutions to be had, uh, we want to make sure that we're providing solutions for that. Diversity is also another important thing to me. I always want to make sure that we're providing opportunities uh, for people to get into this profession. And I know that you would probably agree with me, but this profession has been just so incredible for me and for my family. It's provided so many opportunities, uh, allowed me to meet so many incredible people. It's it just provided so many things for me. And it's, it's it's a great opportunity for me to be able to, number one, give back to this profession by volunteering and doing the work I do for the Appraisal Institute. But at the same time, I really want to make sure that we're providing these opportunities for as many people as we can uh, to bring new people into the profession. You know, there's you, you look at the number of licensees for appraisers and those have been declining and such. But at the same time, of course, we're getting a lot more work done. We, you know, we used to have to, it used to take us a lot longer to get a lot of the work done that we get done now. Of course, technology, people will cuss at technology significantly, but at the same time, boy, technology has is, is taken us so many great places and uh, it's done so many good things for us and for our industry. But at the end of the day, you know, we're, we are a, an aging profession and, you know, we need to look to the future and make sure that we're bringing in highly qualified people to help us move this profession forward into the future. Excellent answer. So I want to talk about that a little bit more, but right now we're going to break back to Jim for a commercial message. Thanks, Joan. In uncertain times, you need a certain partner. You don't have to sacrifice top-notch coverage for an affordable premium. Intercorp has all the options and is sure to have just the right one to fit your specific needs. They provide the appraisal profession with competitive best-in-class ENO coverage solutions nationwide. Having served the insurance needs of the industry for more than 25 years, Intercorp understands the risks you face every day. Whether you're an individual appraiser, appraisal firm, residential or commercial, or an AMC, visit intercorpinc.net to get a competitive quote today. Joan, back to you. Thank you, Jim. So Rodman, let's talk about that, you know, new entrance uh, diversity. What do you see as a number one impediment to attracting new entrants into the appraisal profession? You know, one of the things that we've been looking at is our, 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 our membership model over at the Appraisal Institute. We want to 
make the appraisal institute a place where people feel like they can come into uh they can they can integrate themselves into the profession they can be around peers uh that can help them learn help them expand help them embrace this profession and feel supported and our new membership model that we've, we're working on right now you'll see see a little bit more of this as the the year goes on does exactly that uh it casts a little bit of a wider net it's it's a more inclusive type of model that we're hoping that will, you know, increase the number of people who are coming into the profession. When I when I came into the profession back in 1998, I remember the first place that I went, I, the first place I took my education uh, was at the Appraisal Institute. And I had an opportunity to come in. Uh, I met incredible people, uh, very passionate about what they were doing, loved the industry, loved the organization. And it was such a, a great place to land. And it really showed me so many different things uh, in terms of what I had the potential for as an appraiser. And so our new membership model, I think, will go a long way in being very appealing for that, that, that young person who's sitting there, maybe looking for that mentor, uh, looking for a place to land, learning for a place to learn. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. And then, you know, if you think about education opportunities too, the Appraisal Institute has always prided itself on its education. And so we always work uh, relentlessly to make sure that that people have an opportunity to to be a part of our education programs. I think it's something that sets us apart on who we are as a professional, and it's something that I always like to lean into. It's something that I'm very thankful that I had very early on in my career. I couldn't agree more. My mentor was an MAI, and I started life as a commercial appraiser and went you know straight up uh, appraisal institute classes, and it was a great foundation for learning, no, no doubt about it. But now, you know, I ended my appraisal career on the residential side of the world. So I think one of the trends, unfortunate trends that I have seen is sort of the death of the appraisal firm, All, at least on the residential side, Rodman, you know, most everybody is a sole proprietor. And that's of course, is one of the barriers for new entrants. When they call up, you know, Joan Trice, the appraiser, and she's a one-man show, excuse me, one-woman show, I am talking diversity here, I have a hard time balancing my existing book of business and bringing on a trainee and making it profitable because of that very lengthy mentorship. Do you think that's something that we ought to like unpeel the onion and take a look at that and whether or not that's a meaningful process. 100%. I mean, that is one of the biggest hurdles. If you can imagine somebody coming out of college, uh, just completing a four-year degree, looking at going into the business world, and then they find an appraisal and find out, geez, you know, at this point, I have got to go over all these other hurdles to become an appraiser. It's tough. You know, it's a, it's a, it's a tough road to hoe, as they would say. But, you know, we're looking at a lot of different things. And I know that there's been a lot of talk about uh, the potential of Perea and, and such as far as being an alternative to the mentorship programs. But at the same time, like like you said, Joan, you know, when you came out, you had an incredible mentor. I, I had the same thing. How do you, how do you replicate that? How do you replace that to have that one-on-one -on -one 
interaction with somebody who trains you and teaches you and molds you, uh, takes you down the right path. And to have that human interaction of, 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 of showing you the, the, the way to go and the things, the right things to do. So all of that's being looked at right now. We know that that's a big hurdle in the industry. And I've, you know, I've heard, I know the foundation is working on a few things. I know that we're looking at a few things, uh, but hopefully uh, we can get some of these, these hurdles, these bars to entry lowered a little bit so that we can start to get these very highly talented young people coming in uh, and being a part of our profession. All right. Well, let's break one more time. I apologize. And we're going to pick up again on that very topic. Appraisers, when was the last time you wanted to work more for less money? The appraisal industry is headed that way. You have to do more for the same money, and now you have less time to yourself. Datamaster can change that. With their easy-to-use software, Datamaster lets you spend more time analyzing and less time typing. Plus, you get more information than the other data import products. Head to www.datamasterusa.com buzz for more information and to learn how you can save an hour per report. Joan? Thank you, Jim. So, Robin, let's let's revisit again the the trainee mentor supervisor question. This this is one that nobody ever wants to talk about because it's it's tacky to talk money. But I think we have to fix you know the economics of uh, appraising. There's a seems to an inordinate amount of pressure to lower appraisal fees. I'm sure that's true on both commercial and residential. And it's, uh, I think, saddens me that this is all being supported by regulators who keep relaxing and allowing l- less to be done. Now, granted, you know, I I, I was uh, on the MAI track early in my career. And and I, I remember the 50-page reports that nobody wanted. They just wanted to read the number. How do we find that right balance where we're serving our customers' needs, but that we are not interjecting risk? And then, obviously, if we're going to attract the next generation, they have to be able to earn a living. Well, I mean, there's, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, the thing about it is, is, is and I kind of lean back into technology when you talk about fees and such. You know, I remember when I started as an appraiser back in 98, you know, when we spend our time, I remember having tape parties where we'd literally go, we'd get, uh, take our photos, we'd go down to the one hour photo mat, get four copies of our photos made, we'd come back, we'd tape them into the report, I'd get a quarter out, and then I'd have to take those little sticky things and uh, put my sales comps on the map and my subject arrow. And I mean, the process, I, just putting together a report in itself, just putting it together took over a day, right. you know, and now we've got a lot of technology. And I think, you know, our, our, our younger folks that are coming into the profession have a real, you know, advantage when it comes to technology. They, you know, they've been more embedded with the technology. Of course, we've all adapted and evolved. Uh, you know, we had to adapt and evolve to the technology and I'm sure technology will change over and over again. But I do think that the young folks that are coming into our profession uh, have real opportunities just because of the the technology that they have in their back pocket to use. So I think we really need to lean into that and make sure they know that this isn't a place where we're just pushing numbers, but the stuff that you use with technology will have great benefits to you also. But I, I also, you know, there's a few questions loaded into that that long one that you had there. But, you know, coming back to kind of the mentorship 
piece or the mentorship component of all this. It's such a critical component. Mentorship starts with with you and I, right? It it takes us opening ourselves up, allowing ourselves to take a risk on a person. I always kind of chuckled because when I was going through the the leadership at the Appraisal Institute, I had the opportunity to award the MAIs in the Colorado chapter. And I can't tell you how many people I awarded an MAI to just at at the same time where I was thanking them for, for, you know, working for me as they were leaving and going on to do something else. And it kind of became a part. Everybody says, well, you're always training your competition. You're training your competition. But there is so much to be said and so much, so much incredible, just you get the sense of achievement that you get when, when you're really putting your energy, your time and your thought and, and your wisdom in, into somebody, whether they stay with you or not, whether they go on to do bigger and better things or, or stay with you and evolve within your own organization. There's something to be said with, with training people. And I look back at that and I think that's probably one of the most rewarding things I did as an appraiser was just always be conscious that every single person that came through my door was somebody that I was going to be able to have a piece of their knowledge, a piece of their careers, a piece of their earnings, a piece of who who they were as a person. And so I think as we go through the training components, we always need to keep that in mind, that training individuals is a lot more than just how much money will I make with this person, uh, but what can I give back to this person and thus also give back to my industry? Perfect answer. So if I'm an appraiser just entering or, you know, I'm early in my career and I want to learn more about the Appraisal Institute and what the membership benefits are, where do I go? Of course, go to appraisalinstitute.org. We've got an incredible uh, wealth of knowledge there. And you can go in, find what it would take to go down the career path. Uh, if you're going to be an appraiser, you know, I, I can't recommend highly enough that you, you you really go to the programs and go to the education just to be as good as you can be. Uh, it's such a great career. And there are so many great things about being an appraiser, but you can learn about all those things on our website. And if you ever do want to be a part of the Appraisal Institute, we have such incredible resources from our education to our alum library. Uh, we've also got some incredible scholarship programs out there for, for minorities and women. So, and I'm, I'm always shocked, Joan, at how many of our scholarships go unused. We don't want financial to be a, a barrier to getting into our profession. So if you're interested in our scholarship programs, those are also on our website. I would really recommend going out there and taking a look at those because those are such great programs. And, and we work really, really hard to make sure that we've got good scholarships so people can get into this profession. I couldn't agree more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Definitely. We need a more diverse group of uh, appraisers and we need fresh, new, young blood. And and I'm a lot older than you, by the way. And I I don't know about that, Joan. I, I chuckled a little bit. I definitely could relate to the photos, but youngsters today think cut and paste is a technical term. That's part of the word doc process. I literally cut and pasted and hand wrote on uh, legal pads my my original we didn't have word processors in fact we didn't have computers we had yeah. we had an IBM Selectric in the office so and I hear the stories about the carbon copy paper and, and everything else in doing reports I I can't even imagine uh, doing a report that way and see I think I'm young so <laughs> What do I know? Lots of changes and lots more changes to come. And hopefully we can definitely uh, amp up the uh, acceleration of getting new people into the profession. Well, Rodman, thank you very much. 
We really enjoyed having you and I look forward to meeting you soon. Likewise, Joan. Thank you very much. Thanks, Joan. Thanks, Rodman. We really appreciate your time today. That was a great interview. And Rodman, we're looking forward to what 2021 has to offer from the Appraisal Institute. Me too. Let's hope we get out of COVID and let's hope we see some light at the end of the tunnel and we can get into some rooms together. I, I, I miss everybody. I'd love to get back into the rooms with my peers. Yeah, we can't wait. All right. Well, appraisers, if we don't see you soon, make sure you subscribe and get notified of our latest buzzcast. Have a great day. ProxyPix is the first of its kind on-demand system for getting the location-specific media you need from wherever you are. Their simple-to-use platform creates an online marketplace matching people needing property photos with proxies or data collectors near the requested location. Through crowdsourcing, you can get current up-to-date photos of anything on the map within hours, if not minutes. Never before has there been a quicker, simpler, or more economic way to get property photos you need. Sign up on proxypix.com or download our app, available on the Apple and Google Play Store.